nice little break from having to think and study on topics. And- yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to just do these little short one-on-ones uh, with me and Adam, and it's also a break for us mentally because it gives us an opportunity not to think about sometimes depressing topics that we have to talk about. Yeah, it's a fun way to kind of get to know us and how we go and think about things and go about things. And Maybe you think about it the same. You think yeah. it's weird, you think you're the only one, but then you hear it from us and so you know there's someone else out there that feels the same way. Someone else fucking crazy like <laughs> you are. <laughs> so the first one we did was um, our 4th of July themed. It was basically like the greatest American stuff. So that one wasn't really themed about like best high something. This one we're kind of doubling back and going with a category of best things to do when you're high. So what are the categories? Um, what you like to watch. So like movies, um, TV shows, series, anything like that. Best outdoor activity. Um, so just anything that you like to do stoned outside. Uh, your favorite music to listen to when you're high. Always a, a popular fun one. And then because the wild card was so fun with the most American, we're going to do the wild card again. So I think that's kind of going to be our theme is when we go through something, we're going to pick three categories and then have a wild card for whatever the overarching category is, right? Yeah. Okay. So the fun part about this is I like like selling them to each other. Yeah. Or like picking them apart. So that's my favorite one. So we'll do the traditional flipping of the item next flipping to you. Of the zen the can. Flipping of the Zen can. I'll take green side. Oh, are they both green? Heads, I'll, tails, yeah. Okay, I'll take the Zen side. Oh. Uh, it's tails. So you win. So you go first. Okay, so which one do you want to do first? Uh, let's do the watch first. Watch? Okay. So I like to watch, this is weirdly specific, I like to watch anything that I've actually seen or that's been like a repeated, repeatedly viewed movie or TV show, but that I've never seen stoned. So I'm getting the opportunity because for the longest time, like I didn't like smoke or use or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And so things that I watched like as a kid and a teenager and throughout like the earlier parts of my life that I really liked even not stoned, I like going back and watching that because it's this weird thing that I get to almost see the movie again for the first time because I'm catching things in the movie that I never caught when my mind was kind of closed off or when I was focused on something else. Like a almost like a nostalgia play where you know where the payoff of the show is. I, I get something like I've watched movies that I have seen literally like 50 times and then I'll get stoned and I'll watch it and I will get something else out of that movie that I never got 50 of those other times. Like I'll get like, oh, that's a lesson in why we don't do this or like that character. Like I can actually identify if like a character is going through something. I'm like, oh, I never stopped to think about like what that character's mental state is because they just went through this and then that's why they reacted this way. Sometimes you just look at a movie and you're like, they're doing that because it's scripted that way. I think I talked to you about this with... Yeah, with Star Wars. You're, yeah, with you're the, almost running through like side plots in your head because you can yeah, look to so focus it's like, more on those. It's, it's watching a movie and wondering if the person writing that movie is as clever as I'm taking them to be because I'm noticing some really clever shit. Mm-hmm. Like... You catch a line that you don't hear, like, or you catch someone's decision making, and you're like, "Oh, someone just didn't write that. That they made that decision. They're making it because two scenes ago, they went through this, and they're probably still thinking about that. Yeah, and it's informing their decision. It just, it's, it's my honestly, I think it might be 
my favorite thing about being stoned is being able to see this stuff again like I'm almost watching it for the first time. It's the craziest thing. It's like a, I call it a time machine. So what what would be a movie that you've enjoyed the most doing it that way? Watching like Lord of the Rings was awesome. Yeah. Um watching I'm rewatching like I'm going to do all the Star Wars. When I say all the Star Wars, I literally mean like the prequels, then the Clone Wars series, then the like final prequel all in order for like whatever media it is. And I'm going to try to like view it over the course of like one long form story. Yeah. So, so yeah. All right. Um, mine, I just went a little more chalk. Uh, I just went Bob's burgers. It's a nice cartoon with kind of soft colors you, I've seen them all a million times. If, if you don't appreciate H. John Benjamin's voice it's when you're stoned, so nice. it, that that's munchies for your ears. Mm-hmm. His voice, I think, is honestly what a bag of chips is, or you know, for eating when yeah. you're stoned. That's he's that voice for your ears. Man. He's the your crunch. Brain, he just oh yeah, he's. It's a beautiful family story where everybody's getting into hijinks, and I've already seen them enough to where it's almost like word for word, but you can appreciate that there's always going to be a good ending to mm-hmm. it. It's always going to leave you in a better place. It's just so nice to be able to sit down and watch something animated. Like I, I love watching different kinds of movies, mm-hmm. like action movies and stuff like that, Stone. There's just something about that comfort of getting into an animated series Animated like that. series are so low stakes, but they can be so funny. Because yeah. like, anything that happens is never serious because it's a cartoon character. Yep. It's not heavy. And there's always going to be a redeeming quality it's to like it. being able to watch, like speaking of H. John Benjamin, being able to watch Archer. Yeah. Yes. You're watching these people, so you know there's no stakes, but it's hilarious. Yeah, it's always something that's good and comforting, and I, you can get stoned and plow through six, seven episodes mm-hmm. very quickly without even realizing walk out of the where room, you are. walk back in the room, know exactly where you're at. Yep, even if it's five minutes. Late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love those shows. Yeah, that's that would be mine. Um, what do you think? Who takes that one? The answers were so different. Yeah. We'll call that one a wash. Sure. Okay. I don't even know if we're going to be able to compete against each other. I just like the fact that we're having these discussions because these are also things I'm finding out about you despite us knowing each other for so long. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite act- uh, outdoor activity stoned? Um, this one's going to be a little different. Uh, I just love to barbecue high. Being outside on the grill, hearing the sizzle, feeling the heat knowing that you got just a big slab of whatever you want that you're throwing on there, you're watching it cook and caramelize, you can smell it. It's like the foreplay before banging to where you just know that everything... It's so so like, there's so much going on, like your smell, your hearing, you're seeing it cook, like it's all of your senses being engaged. Yes. You get a big piece of beef on there and you start to feel for your doneness to see where you want it. Do you you like to... Because I, I like doing that, too. Do you like to have, like, when you're doing that, do you like to stay outside around it the whole time and uh, you kind of have stuff yeah. out there with you? Or do you like coming inside and going back outside, coming in? It's It depends on my level of highness because if I get to the point to where I'm stoned, where it feels like I'm in a kitchen, mm-hmm. like where I know that I have two minutes on this side, then I got to flip it and mm-hmm. go back. I almost like that chaos because it feels like I'm doing something that I don't do on a normal basis. Do you, do you like doing, what do you like doing the barbecuing or do you like going out there and doing like your pizza oven more? Uh, 
I don't know. The pizza oven's fun, but the making of the pizza sounds like it'd be fun stone when you're just like, what flavors are going to taste good in 15 minutes? Yeah. And you're, you have your pre-plan for what your ingredients are, mm-hmm. and then you might see something in the fridge or you have something from another meal. Things start to adapt. You start to MacGyver yourself a pizza. You that wild you, card it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it's fun. The level of fucking that up is a lot higher though, because when you're dealing with you like distracted a, so easily. Yeah. And you're dealing I with do. an 800 degree pizza oven. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting out there counting on my fingers and toes, making sure that I get 30 seconds. Right. So I can hope a butterfly it. doesn't fly past or a plane <laughs> yeah. doesn't fly over where you look up and you get distracted and you start worrying about contrails. The level is so high. <laughs> the it, room for error is razor thin. Mm-hmm. You, you got to play it. And I'm the only one that does most of the cooking. So I know that I'm if not going to lie to you. Meal, I've, I've lit, I've, overcooked steak because I got distracted doing something constantly been distracted outside next to the grill. I don't know if I turned around and I was watching across like the canal or something like that, or just like looking around the backyard trying to figure yep. out about moving stuff. And before I knew it, I was like, how did five minutes just go by? You start thinking about painting the fence or redoing mm-hmm. the deck or something like that. And it's just gone. That was a good one. Actually. What do you got? Um, mine was to like sit by a fire but be high up in the hills. To me, there's something about like when you're higher up in the mountains. I don't know if anyone's listening. This has never been like up a high altitude in the mountains, but the amount of stars you can see. So this is right after that. Uh, what was the new space telescope that just came out? Uh, the one that they just got the pictures from? Yes. <sighs> it's the something Hubbard. No, not the Hubbard. I was thinking Hubble. Smith Weber or something like that. Not sure. It's a new telescope that just came out. So they just launched these images. They've been going around. Yeah, the, you're right. Huh? Uh, NASA's Webb Telescope. Okay. So it's um, the most in-depth pictures of space and everything. It shows not stars, but you can see galaxies, all yeah. the tiny disks. It's, that's, and that's only a fraction of a tiny box of space that all that is in. We'll get into that another time because I can talk about that for a long time. <laughs> that's going to lead me down a rabbit hole. Anyway. Hell yeah. But when you're... At higher altitude out in the mountains, of course, there's no light pollution, so you can see really well. Because you're at higher altitude, you get actually a better view into space, as weird as it sounds. And despite being around a fire, it doesn't pollute that, really, that vision. So one of the best things I think to do is when you're sitting in a chair around, like, a campfire, and then you can lean back in the chair and look up. So you can be staring at the fire because we all know that's fun as shit to do when you're a little stoned. Mm-hmm. Just watch the fire, watch it dance and the flames, and the motions. But then you kind of lean back and you look up and you literally just see what looks like just infinite stars. And you can actually see at the altitudes we go camping sometimes, you actually kind of can see the clusters of stars that kind of move like, not like definitive, like the galaxy waves or spirals and stuff, but you can kind of see where there's the clusters or movements of like the stars movements not movements i'm trying to say like it looks like, like configurations a, yes it looks like there's a shape like a configuration yeah so like big dipper little dipper orion's belt you but can... even more so than that not constellations i'm trying to think of how to if you were to see like so many stars that you know when it backs us out and you can kind of see from our galaxy it kind of looks like there's a spin yeah to it you can see where there would be like not the spin to it but like the trying to think almost like the you know when they say the milky way you kind of see the how am i not describing this right i'm trying to think of the way to describe this i'm enthralled i don't know i i know someone listening knows exactly what i'm talking about 
Kind of. That is the best way I can probably... You almost see like it looks kind of like Stardust because there's so many little stars twinkling. It looks like a... It, like Almost like a backdrop to the stars that you can see you. better. Yes. But yeah. it's just so condensed. There's so many stars that you just look up and you're just like, that's the sun, that's the sun, that's the sun. And then you just go wherever your mind wants to take you. How many of those suns have planets? How many of those planets have life? Is life like this? Is someone else doing the same thing on their planet, looking up at the stars? Well, and it just you get such a sense of being so small. Like when we're in cities and you don't really have a thought to like look up because you just know you're not going to see much. Mm -hmm. You'd be able to see a couple. You'd be able to pick out the North Star and all that. But Mm -hmm. when you're out in nature and you're just there and you're kind of your own man of civilization to be able to look up and see and just realize that all we are is just a little rock in an infinitely large area. Even even on a smaller scale than that, think of it this way. That's how it always used to look before us. Yeah. There was Six no light around. Years. Yeah, there was no light around. And it always used to be way more stars than you could see. That just used to be how it was. That's how people that first settled and came across and only had fire and shit like that. That's what they saw every single night. And it was never shocking to them. But now it's shocking to people now because it's not something we get to see all the time. Well, and you wonder how astrologers got into it and how Plato would look at the stars and all those old You wonder why it was fascinating to those people. And then you go up to the hills and you look at what you can see and you're like, you get it. Oh, yep. they weren't just seeing what I normally see on any given night. Like they could like piece stuff together if you had the right mental capacity to do yeah. that. Yeah. No, I, I think stars wins that one. Cause that is a very, just a, an See, after you said cooking, I thought yours was, I wanted yours to win. I, I just feel like yours encompasses so much more because it lets your brain go. When you're cooking, mm-hmm. you're focused on that one thing, and your reward for that one thing is not fucking up the first thing to get to the second thing. When you have stars around and you start to let your mind wander and you wonder if the stars that you're looking at at that point have actually already burned out because yeah. it takes their light so long to get to them, your mind is just completely expanded. Yeah, I know. So I, and then I, how many new stars are out there? The light hasn't even hit us. Yep, like, I, is I, there a chance that like I'm seeing it for the, the light hit us for the first time from this new star? Yeah, that's it, it's a galaxy brain thing. I think that wins it because right. it, it just lets your mind go everywhere. All right. All right. What? Okay. What do I like to listen to? I told this. I told this to you like last week. I don't know if you've done it yet. My favorite thing to do is listen to like um m- like movie score composer radio on yeah. like either like Amazon or something like that um which I'm going to get in I'm going to go back to this but so like either John Williams or um Hans Zimmer like a more of the well-known ones so it's a lot of like well-known movie scores and the stations by the way have been like kind of bad I don't know what Amazon did to them or anything like that but like they're very like repetitive it's like the same like 15 songs. And I know there's a lot more movie scores Absolutely. out there, but I was telling you that the reason I like to do that is because like, if you're just kind of like sitting and you're not watching anything, you close your eyes and you just listen, you get to like, listen to these movie scores. And if you've seen the movies well enough, then you can see the scenes that are happening when these scores are happening. And sometimes they'll do scores that are uh, a whole combination of all of the songs throughout the movie or the score covers like, if you were to listen to the Star Wars actual, the official score, 
it covers like the beginning of the movie, then music from the middle, then music from the end, and then like some of the Darth Vader like Imperial March. Yeah. So your mind just throws together a highlight reel of all these scenes from these movies if you know them, and so you get to like watch them and like. I don't know. It's just it's it's cool. It's I think it's really cool to do when you're when you're kind of high. Do you ever catch like certain different scores from movies that were used in another movie? I, I do a game with myself where I have to try to like really guess it. Like my goal is to never miss one. Like I don't want to look at my phone. I want the score to come on and I want to be like, this is from this movie. And then I want to play, figure out what part of movie that was from. So like weirdly thinking about it, like a, a bunch of really good scores are from like Disney movies. Yeah, I can see that. Like, I mean, you, when you think of a Disney movie, like especially newer ones, you always think of those really like, catchy songs that like earworm you like the let it go from frozen or like you're welcome and everything from moana and that kind of stuff i know this is all just like gibberish to you yeah this is you're speaking another language okay these are well-known songs you would probably recognize them if them if you heard them yeah but anyway but what like a lot of the really good music is is it's these songs that are like the underscore for like these scenes like really good scenes so like mulan Seems like a, kind of an underrated Disney soundtrack that I would know. I know the, that's a, it's an old the, one. Let's get down. Yeah, to, it's a banger. Yeah, it's it, an excellent song, and they all sound great. Donny, it's Donny Osmond singing it. Yeah, that's what the other thing too is. People like forget that it was like, huh? Huh? It's Donny Osmond that sings that. Yeah, the Let's Get Down to Business. Are you serious? Yeah, no I don't know shit. if he voices the character, but he sings that song that in the movie. Huh. That's the that's crazy. Yeah. I never would have guessed that. Yeah, that's why you also get, like, so many, uh, the Disney princesses, like, voiced by, I think, like, girls that can sing, like, Mandy Moore and stuff like that, because they're yeah. just cranking out music. I think I have enough peripheral knowledge that mm-hmm. if we did a one-on-one, uh, like, a Disney soundtracks or Disney scores, mm-hmm. I think I could probably throw something together for that. If If it was the Disney time that was relevant to when you were growing up, I have no doubt that you would hear the songs and be like, I know what movie that's from. It's the ones that are happening, like, recently. Like, yeah, all the new Disney stuff. Even then, like, a lot of the old Disneys, like Aladdin and shit like that, I mm-hmm. never saw that. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. never saw it. Um, and here's the thing, is those, like, it's it's not so much, like, the scores from those movies, it's, like, like Lord of the Rings music is amazing. Oh yeah. It's, it's a bunch of just like mystical. flutes and like, but there's certain songs in there that take you through like dark parts of the movie or like fights. Like when they're fighting at Helm's Deep and yeah. two towers and everything like that. And you're just picturing the rain and you're closing your eyes and you see like the heroic parts and then you hear the heroic music and it like lifts. Getting a it, little jacked up. Yes. Feeling, feeling a little adrenaline yes, flowing. It's yeah. I like it. It's like, to to me, it's like music in a show in my mind. Yeah. I can see that. Um, I just went pretty much just straight like rap. I, I, what era? Or um, like who? 90s, early 2000s, stuff yeah. before mumble rap became a deal. Like, mm-hmm. I, specifically to zone in on one, there's a horrendously good movie that um, Wiz Khalifa and Snoop Dogg did and it was called Mac and Dev Go to High School and the soundtrack to this is just absolutely incredible Um, something that you would probably know from it like Wiz Khalifa does 
uh, Young, Wild, and Free. Mm-hmm. I love listening to it, and it's a great song. It makes me a little bit sad because I know that I'm no longer young, wild, or free. So <laughs> it, it sort of transports me back to, like, early 20s and, like, just not giving a shit and going out and partying and coming back early in the morning and just kind of doing what I wanted to do. Dude, those songs that... This is why I like doing this. Because this does has makes these conversations happen. Yeah. Listening to songs that are like soundtracks to a moment in your life or a time in your life that are very easy to pinpoint. Like I worked as a lifeguard like when I was like 19. Yeah. And I have a very select playlist that I could probably name like 10 songs that were on a, a mix CD that we played in the lifeguard area uh-huh. in between the two pools and everything that I hear now. They pop up on my phone if I'm listening to a radio station and I'm instantly know where i am i like it's just weird the association between some music like that yeah or music from a relationship or something that you hear on the radio and you're like ah i wish that this is a good song but i wish that relationship hadn't ruined this Mm -hmm. song so you got to turn to the station yeah well like asher roth college like i love college Mm -hmm. going and being in college when that song was starting to get popping Mm -hmm. and just listening to it now and hearing it i'm just like oh god i miss those days i Mm -hmm. miss just the crazy house parties and shit like that. But one that I was thinking of when we were doing this and it hits so many different notes for both of us, because I think it was kind of a, a fun, crazy night that we had together was, um, the Halloween when we did, uh, Gilligan's Island mm-hmm. and we went to that house party and ended up getting thrown out because, I was talking shit to someone who was dressed like <laughs> Luigi, and I kept asking him where Mario was. I was like, who dresses? But then he, and the whole reason I was giving him shit is he's like, oh, I'm not with Mario. Like, Mario's not here. And I'm like, who the fuck dresses like <laughs> Luigi then? I'm like, you're number two, and no, number one's not even here. You and see, I was drunk. I was drunk as shit, so yeah. it was a dumb argument and everything. I don't but, even remember the fight. I just remember it was either you or Ryan again popping up, being like, hey, we got to go. And I'm like, What's going on? Like, I think uh, it was, it was because be of that. Fight. Then Ryan went back and started getting everyone. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that was it. Was we were And walking. normally it would be Ryan that would be in that situation. So I'm surprised that it was me, actually. Just the fact that we were walking back out to the car and there were more people. And I was like, why are people following us? It's like, oh, they want to fight. And it's like, eh, do we want to stick around and so see where music? this goes? So obviously I might not have the best memory of that night. So what songs or music was it? Uh, it was Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kanye West, mm-hmm. uh, the monster song. We listened to that shit all the way back to your house, that whole entire album. And I'm not even like a Kanye fan, but that might be one of my top five favorite albums, just rap wise, just because it's so good. And everything else that he's done since then has been so bad. But I just remember that night. I remember being literally the whole cast of Gilligan's Island in the Explorer going back to your house to go get shit faced. Mm -hmm. And we had just left a very oddly jello shot filled house party that That was like it yeah i remember the subdivision that was in too yeah yeah just a a place way out there that we ended up coming back to your house and it was just so much fun but i totally remember that night i remember everybody's outfits i remember taking pictures and i remember listening to dark twisted fantasy the whole way home i remember um was it the next no it might not have been the next year directly but i can't listen to the song macho man oh without thinking of when, when we, we were did dressed the village, up as village people. people yeah yes. i can't 
That had to have been before because No, 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 that was after. That was after that. Was it? Yeah. So we were that young? Mhm. Cuz we were missing Ryan that year. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, that was after then, huh? Yeah. That was a I think our theme might have been better with Gilligan's Island, but I think our outfits were better. I think the execution was better, and the fact that we actually took them out to where people could see them. Yeah. The the full execution of the whole night was just better that time, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got to say that one's probably a wash, too, because it's just too different, but, man, that shit was so much fun. Okay, what is your wild card? Uh, my wild card is probably something specific to me. And even if it hits one other person that's listening to this, I hope that that's just the instant connection like we were talking about. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of an adaption to the wake and bake theory. Okay. Do you have, let's because it is our wild card, you know, we'll, if depending on time after we both do it, we'll see if we have any honorable mentions. Oh, I got plenty. Okay. Okay. But so what I like to do, I prescribe myself to the Michael Scott theory of being stoned in the mornings. Okay. And I will wake up, like if I got to wake up and piss at like five or six, seven, something like that, I will wake up and come back to bed and I will get high before I go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So that way when I wake up in an hour or two, I'll wake up stoned mm-hmm. and I'll wake up to be able to come out to make breakfast. So, so when you say this is the Michael Scott theory, this is the fact that he lays the bacon <laughs> on the George Foreman grill. Yes. Before he goes back to sleep. And then when he wakes up, he wakes up to the smell of crackling bacon. Yeah. So I, your bacon is marijuana. Exactly. So that way you wake up. Waking instead up of the to smell be, of bacon, you are hungry and you want bacon to then go make it. Waking up being high intentionally is one of the best feelings in the world. Because you wake up and everything is already, you're already in that zone. You're you're relaxed. You wake up nicely. Mm-hmm. There's no alarms or any shit that's waking you up that's frustrating you. And when we used to, um, again, back at our past, when we used to do the 420 celebrations, mm-hmm. that would be the first thing that I would do is I would set my alarm actually to wake up an hour before I know that we needed to get up. Mm-hmm. And I would pre-smoke and then go back to sleep. And then you guys would come over, and we would go to the buffet, and we'd eat the buffet, and then we'd come home, and we'd watch our movies. We'd watch our holiday movies, Half-Baked, and all that. And that god-awful Danny Masterson movie that you hated. What was that? It was Danny Masterson and Mackay Pfeiffer. Oh, yeah. I can't even remember the name yeah, of Yeah, we probably shouldn't be talking about Danny Masterson. Things have changed since then, I guess. But it's just, it's a wonderful way to live and it's a wonderful way to wake up. To to pre-bake yourself like you're preheating an oven and then when you wake up and you wake up and your eyes it's are It's just like starting over. your day, like you're, you're making sure that you don't get up on the wrong side of the bed. Absolutely. There's no way that you're going to wake up in a bad mood. I don't know why you wouldn't, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. I, when you got to wake up for work, it's... It's a rough one. You don't do it then, but when you have a nice Sunday or something mm-hmm. like that, or like if you know you're getting up and going to brunch that day. Oh, my God. It's beautiful to wake up high and start thinking about what you're going to eat. Oh, my God. You're going through a high shower that morning, just getting mm. ready. You might crack a cold one just on the principle that you're probably going to go get drunk that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful way to live. Got those shower breakfast beers? Yes. You gotta. That's gotta be a special day for those shower breakfast beers. You get yourself a nice, 
like a, a seltzer or something like that, or even something to, something that almost is like a little a, fruity. A, yeah, a, you're you're edging your way toward. You're not at a mojito, not a mojito. Um, why can't I think? Why am I drawing a blink on this? Uh, IPA. No, uh, mimosa. I don't think oh, yeah, yeah, mojito. Yeah. It's not a mimosa. It's not a beer. You're meeting in the middle. It's a handshake mm-hmm. between those two. Yeah, you're getting a nice little touch of citrus in with your your alcohol. It's just a wonderful thing. All right. Mine was, and I guess it's dependent on if you have the right spot. I, I like to people watch. Yeah. I really like to people watch. So, like, to me, like, my ideal situation for wild card is being, like, at, like, a restaurant that has, like, a patio, but mm-hmm. you're around a whole bunch of, like, other, like, restaurants. You can watch the passers-by and the uh-huh. other people that are eating at the other restaurants. Like in a, like in a square or, like, yeah. kind of, and you Downtown. can just, because then you're you're secluded and you're safe off to your side in your table because <laughs> you're inside the boundaries of that restaurant. So yeah. you, and you also have access to a restroom, and then you can ask people to bring you drinks and everything like that. You got food but, coming. Exactly. You're, you have all the comforts that you want, but yet you get to just experience everybody outside there. It's free entertainment. What's what's everybody going to do? Hey, what's what are these? How long have these people been dating? Yeah, like where's this guy going? Start making up little side stories oh, yeah. about people, wondering where they making came from, yourself what they your own day. private little Spanish soap opera going on right in front of you. Yeah, that is nice. It's uh, it's little Billy's birthday. What's he getting this year? Billy can't get anything because Daddy's got a problem with betting on the ponies. <laughs> <laughs> just create little little stories for everyone. You see a bunch of people sitting at the bus stop. You're wondering if they're going to work, from work, mm-hmm. why they're at the bus stop, what's happening. You get the errant homeless person that walks by, and you're just waiting for him to do something crazy right in front of you. Because it'll be you. If yep. it's going to be anybody, yep. it's going to have to be you. It'll be in front of the the only high person that you know <laughs> yep. of. It will happen in front of you. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be some guy like three tables away, and you see him just mouth open sitting mm-hmm. there watching. You just point to him, you're like, he knows. He's high too. The, the guy three rows behind you is actually high too, and he's like, oh, "I thought that was gonna be me." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Thank God." Oh, oh I yeah. like yours. Yours was specific. I like them when they. I like them when you're when they're specific. It's like just, people watching, I feel is kind of vague. Yeah, but it it does provide just a level of entertainment. It, it's free entertainment. Yeah, and it might be at the expense of others sometimes, but it's just so nice. It's fun, but it, waking up high, there's very few. That's feelings. guaranteed. You're having a good day. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna start off nice. All right. Did you have any for? We'll do one. One honorable mention. Um. Oh. Let's see. Uh, my other wild card is very specific to me, so I don't expect that to happen. Um, watching Always Sunny is always just nice to watch. Mm-hmm. It's again. It's the same thing. It's just a dumb. You always know there's going to be a funny payoff. You they're know, garbage people, and they make you feel so good about yourself. Even if you're not that good of a person, you always feel good. Yeah, always sunny in Philadelphia is built on the premise of if you're having a bad day, it's like getting high and watching intervention. Mm-hmm. As long as you're doing better than the person that's getting the intervention, it's going to make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Mm-hmm. And exactly same thing. Watching always sunny and seeing just. Like you said, garbage people getting in terrible situations for your entertainment is just great. All right. I'll go with, uh, probably goes without saying, I'm going to go with sitting at the pool on a hot day. Yeah. Getting to relax. That actually, I have swimming for an honor yes. for activity. 
It's just being around that whole area, being underwater high and swimming around, and then just just moving your arms back and forth <laughs> in the water, feeling it having, go over. If you. you have a float and you can get real comfortable, a couple pool noodles, one up under the knees, yes. one up under the armpits, just lean back and just oh my god, and then make sure you got a nice hat, you got sunglasses on. You're protected. You're not getting sunburned while you're stoned. No, and you don't want anyone seeing you. Uh-uh. No, you cause you're doing Because your you're doing a lot of people watching. You're also looking around, seeing who else is at the pool and everything. Yeah, I like that one too. You got any other fun honorable mentions? My other wild card that's just specific to me is I come in the studio here and just pull out boxes of shoes and sit crisscross applesauce on the floor and just look at them and just remember where I got them and... I I can get lost in here for all sorts of time just looking at different stuff. See, that's why I almost wish, like... So I've talked to you about being, like, I'm at the point now where maybe, like, I want to... You know, the the, the stuff that someone would be like, why, why are you buying that right now? That's... You're never going to use that. That's pointless or yeah. something like that. I feel like I almost want to... I have no idea how I'm going to get clearance for this or where I'm going to store this stuff, but I think it'd be cool to get, like cool little like movie memorabilia like or little like i want a lightsaber i want to have a i want to have a lightsaber because i want posters always cool i have like a nice frame frame one or something like that maybe you know a few little like i don't know like props like replica props from like certain movies but then to be able to go in and just kind of be like look at them when you're stoned and play with them and stuff like that it's it, it just it's like a little transporter mm-hmm. that takes you back to different things. And I, unfortunately, I mean, we're sitting in a room with a lot of shoes, um, two Mexican wrestling luchador masks, uh, those pop, pop them things. Um, just literally a cavalcade of things that I've bought. Stone. There's action figures in their boxes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dish behind you. Yeah. There's professional wrestlers out there too. It's just, all the things that I enjoy that I know will bring me some little semblance mm-hmm. of like happiness or transport or anything like that is just, it's kind of my way of taking care of my mental health just to come in here high and look at different stuff. I got um, Acapulco Gold Dunks, which are great because they're shoes, and Acapulco Gold is a strain of marijuana and AG. When you, when you, look, at your, when you look at your shoes, when you like take, take them out and you're just like looking at them like you were saying... Does it do the trigger thing where you can remember when you bought the shoes, what moment in your life and everything? Oh, yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah, that orange box that has the ES stamp on it right there underneath mm-hmm. the black and green one. Yeah. That came from the Nike employee store from when I finagled a Nike employee to give us a couple passes to go to the store in Beaverton mm-hmm. and get to walk around with all the employees and see all the shit that hadn't been released yet, <laughs> like the stuff that rarely makes it out to the public. Yeah. I, I can remember being that age, being there, standing in line, watching them stamp everything to know it was employee store stuff. Like, it's just, it's an immediate transport. And it's, it just makes me happy. That's cool, man. All right. Hey, here's an idea for everyone. So we're going to go ahead and put the socials like we normally do at the end of the episode. Shoot us some of your, you know, things that you like to do when you're stoned. Yeah. Kind of go along what with us like? on this and go ahead and do subject as 1v1. And, you know... Who knows? Like, it's fun to talk about this kind of stuff, have stuff in common, and uh, we might give a couple shout outs for ones that we think are funny or memorable. Yeah, and or th- it, just different ideas for them. Yeah. It's different, different things that we could do, something that maybe you want to hear us do to see if we have some common ground. Thanks, man. It'd be fun. All right. Later, guys. Peace.
All right, guys. Hey, thank you so much for making it through another episode and uh, sticking with us. If uh, you want to kind of follow up on the next upcoming episodes, get some teasers. Uh, Adam, can they get us on the Twitter? They can get us on the Twitter. Our Twitter handle is historically high. That's historically H-I. Nice. And uh, on the Instagram? Our Instagram is historically high pod. That's historically high P-O-D. And what happens if your social media inept? If you have any issues where you can't figure out social media, our email is historicallyhighpodcast at gmail.com. We set up a landline. <laughs> Just in case. Uh, you guys can go ahead and shoot us any questions, comments, or even maybe suggestions for future episodes, something you guys want to hear. Yeah, high thoughts, questions, anything like that. We're always open. We'll always get back to you. Hell yeah, guys. See you on the next episode. Peace.